this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We'll go ahead and get to a little uh, preview of this Cincinnati Bengals, Indianapolis Colts. It's going to be a cold one. Wind chill at times, 20 degrees. I don't know if that'll factor into any of the game plan. But one of the things, if you look at both quarterbacks, I feel like you take the over in this game, not that we're a betting show, but it feels offensively that it could be a fun game for both squads when you look at this matchup. But what do you think kind of going into this game for the Cincinnati Bengals offense and Jake Browning and start number three? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I feel as confident about hitting the over. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I think that, the Bengals, if they're able to have the same success they were on the ground, will be able to put the opponent into situations that they should be able to take advantage of. But is that going to happen? Because I think the interior of the Colts defensive line is better than the interior of the Jags defensive line. And really, I mean, they've got interesting edge players. And maybe those guys aren't as good as, you know, um, Josh Allen, especially, but even Trevon Walker is a good run defender, but I've liked Ebukam and I like uh, uh, Quiddy Pay enough that it has me wondering: is like, um, are we? I don't want to ride too high off of the one game and think that this Bengals that Bengals offense is just great now. They're fixed. It's it's good now. Uh, when I feel like last week we were we were in draft season. <laughs> Because oh. of how bad it looked. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying not to get too high on it. And I think that is kind of the over-under is kind of two backup quarterbacks, huh? That's <laughs> interesting. Um, and as, as even though we have talked a lot about the Bengals defense giving up a ton of yards and not being a good defense, they haven't given up a ton of points. True. So you, all that talk about the Steelers getting 400 yards for the first time in forever, they, gained, they had 16 points. It's and so annoying. It's so could, annoying. You could attribute it to luck or you could attribute it to whatever. Maybe they're just a bend, don't break type defense. Maybe it's a little bit of both. But we're in week 14. So uh, I'm going to look it up real quick because I'm wondering where the Bengals rank in terms of points per game on defense. <clears throat> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. They are still 22nd in that area. So it's not great. It's just not bad. Terrible. Defensively, I actually want to see more out of them. I mean, I agree with you when it's when it comes to giving up points, but they just gave up 31 to a Jacksonville team that was really good. I know a lot of people kind of going into that game, they haven't they had a shot to be the number one seed and they'll be they should be fine in the playoffs. Um, you know, depending on how Trevor Lawrence is feeling. I know he was at practice today, but for me personally, I do want to see more out of this defense against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I still think they can run the ball. I know Jonathan Taylor will be out, but Moss is still a fun running back for them. Uh, when it comes to stopping the run for this defense, when it comes to the passing game for the Indianapolis Colts, you know, let's just see what it looks like. Um, but for me, I agree with you. I was very positive and optimistic on Monday Night Football. It was so much fun as a fan just because the last two weeks have been pretty depressing when Joe Burrow went down that I pretty much felt like maybe they don't want a game the rest of the season. And then they go into Monday Night Football and have a near perfect game on offense that it's giving me just a little bit of hope. And I think my hope <laughs> would feel a little bit better. Not that the Colts are this dominant team, but they're seven and five for a reason. They're a little feisty, I think. Um, and they could end up being in the wild card. They're currently in the wild card right now when you look at the playoff picture. So for me personally, 
it's one game at a time for the Cincinnati Bengals. I personally think, even though the AFC is down and it feels wide open, I think the Cincinnati Bengals would have to go four and one to get into the wild card, maybe three and two, but you could pretty much only drop two or one more out of the next five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wanted to look it up real quick. Um, so by DVOA, the Colts defense is 12th in the league and their offense is only 17th. Now, the Bengals defense is like 27th on there. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like this isn't a good defense. I just also have seen them hold teams below what I'm expecting. Yeah. Um, you could, yeah, you could talk about Jonathan Taylor missing and that, that will have an effect because teams have been able to run on the Bengals defense a lot more this year than they have the past. It doesn't even matter years. who the running back is half the time. It's true. Um, I think I've heard Quentin Nelson is playing better than he has the past couple years. He's looking healthy and seems like their offensive line in general doing all right maybe not perfect but they're doing all right Mm -hmm. and to go with that i mean they always get those tight ends that are blockers so they've got guys that can do that and then you got Minshew, who's willing to really fire the ball down the field he uh is a backup that doesn't have the fear of being benched so he's pretty he's uh pretty brave with the ball um but yeah, I it's interesting. I I could see this going over. The Bengals have played Gus Bradley a few times, their defensive coordinator, notably two years ago in the playoffs and the regular season against that Raiders team. And it's weird because Gus is known for being a cover three guy. He's going to be single high most of the game. He's going to be plus one in the box, and that's great for what they're what the Bengals offense right now. I, I feel like. We'll see if they stick to it, but I think they might, at least until Browning could take advantage of it. But they also usually grinded the Colts defense, but when he was with the Raiders, he always had Rod Marinelli with him because what he likes to do with his defensive line is get up the field and attack and penetrate. And that's something the Bengals are able to take advantage of this year. They took advantage of it last week against Jacksonville. They did it against the 49ers as well. These teams that like to fire off the ball, get off the ball and get penetration all penetration is good penetration the first thing you have to do is get off well that's great and against certain schemes that works but when you can take advantage of that with these bend plays where you're just allowing that guy to get upfield and then you just seal them off and now you've created a natural hole that you didn't have to do anything in the run game so i think the run game might end up working out okay this week but will the pass game is what i keep coming back to Wondering if it doesn't look like DVOA has at least what I'm looking at has a uh, uh, pass versus run. So the biggest thing for me personally, and, and what not to say that was a huge difference in the game, because um, it was Jake Browning's first start, and the Steelers I feel like have a better defense than than what they faced in Jacksonville. But overall, when you look at the matchup versus the Colts, you do have T Higgins out there, you do have Jamar Chase out there. That's going to be extremely helpful. They're utilizing different weapons. And as we mentioned before, they kind of dumbed down the playbook or feels like they've dumbed down the playbook a little bit and kind of fits Jake Browning um, and, and what he can do out there. The offensive line stepped up on Monday Night Football. So when it comes to these weapons, I I want to see just the, the balance of the run game. Chase Brown, I know he was uh, – they had a walkthrough on Wednesday with the hamstring injury, but he did practice today full go, so that's really good news for him because obviously hamstring was something he battled – in the middle part of the season, the reason he went on the short-term IR. I want to see that again out of Chase Brown and, and Joe Mixon. 
um, you know, that could really help them control the time of possession offensively. And I'm not expecting what we saw Monday night, almost a near perfect performance from Jake Browning to repeat itself on, Monday, on, on Sunday. If I'm wrong, then fine. I, I would love to be wrong about it. Um, I think he'll do enough and it'll be okay offensively. Uh, but for me personally, it's just going to be kind of a different style of, of what you see when it comes to the pass rush, um, you know, with, with this offensive line. What do you think about that and the pressure that Jake Browning might face? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's tough. Uh, I don't think that Jake will be able to play the level he did last week, obviously. I mean, that's just mm -hmm. unsustainable. I think the Colts – pass rush is going to be that'll be interesting because I think the Bengals offensive line put together a pretty good game last week granted I didn't love I think it was one of Jonah Williams worst games but then everybody else I thought was at least solid and then they obviously did good work in the run game but in pass protection I thought they were all pretty solid so we'll see if they can keep them protected I do think playbook dumbed down is fairly true a little bit, not all the way. I think he still has to read things. This isn't like high school offense. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's an NFL offense. It's just not the borough offense, which I think is more strenuous and difficult on the quarterback. But I also, I'm thinking like one, you're going to have all the tape out on this now. So it's mm -hmm. going to be out there of like, what was he like to do? Okay. Well, keep that in mind when we're getting into this coverage that they love to run this play. I like think I would mention they run a play called race or bulls, which is a sit route. And then the guy outside of that one will run like a 12 yard in. And you just read like this linebacker go to the sit route, or is he going to drop back and get in the window of the in route? And then you just throw it where he's not Jake Browning hit that a few times last week. So I would be hammering that of like, don't take the bait. Like let him throw the three, two, three yard pass and then just go up and make the tackle. I think I think a lot of it comes to the offensive line though. Like if they're good, I think the offense will look good. If they're not good, it probably won't. I wanted to look it up. So I did find I think Browning has a good chance of having some run support here. All but three games this year, the Colts have given up a one hundred yard rusher. 